welcome to another episode of Nerds and the City. Wow, 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 wow. How's it going, everyone? Great. What's up? What's up? Wow, we all... <laughs> Nick is very tired. Uh, it was tiring last night, though. It was a long day for us. <laughs> yeah, we had a awesome time yesterday. So we're going to switch things up this week. We're going to talk about what we did in the city first. Because we went to an event, and it's pretty big. Um, we went to, uh, we went to Orlando Overdrive Four. Um, it's hosted by uh, Angaku Overdrive at the Geek Easy. Uh, they had quite a bit of acts. They had like six or seven. So for people that live in Orlando, uh, the Geek Easy is part of a comic book store called. Well, it used to be called. I think it still is a, a comic, comic shop. shop. Yeah. So it's right in front of Full Sail, uh, Full Sail University, and yeah, it was a pretty cool event. Yeah, so it was, uh, there was a lot of, there was like a few people that I did heard of, like EQ, which was a headliner of the event, and uh, Geek Capella. I've heard of them, but never saw them live yet, but all the acts, even, uh, what was the first guy, um, his name was, I'm trying to remember, uh, Jackson Padori, he was uh, with uh, Accordion. Accordion, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, it was, it was a, what was it, it was like a Cowboy Bebop theme. Like yeah, flyers. so the event was based, it was very, like, nerdcore music, uh, yeah, tribute to, like, video games, car- was- animation. Video games, anime, comic books. Yeah, everything nerdy. Everything, anything nerd culture or fandom-based. But, yeah, there was, at first, we, we, they were playing, um the the first two acts was, uh, Jackson and uh, Kikapella, and they both did the. We talked about it. The uh, tank yeah. theme from Cowboy Bebop, and we're like, "How many are they gonna be? Play it!" And I'm like, at least five of them. And Ricky was like, "All of them." You saw the flyer, and none of them did. None of them did. After no, the second did. act, nobody <laughs> yeah. else played tank. Oh wow! From Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. But Nick, what did like, you think of the show? We all went, so Nick was there. No, I, I loved it. I mean, I had fun with it. It was different. Um, it was a variation. Like you went from something that was, you know, I know everything was kind of nerd, like you said, nerd core, uh, um, nerd based, like that. But the style of music was completely different from one or the other. Because then the first one you had something like a grunge, uh, Blink One Eighty Two style, the, the one that I witnessed. I forgot the name of that band. Oh, um, uh, that Mark was Mark with the C. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then after that, you had more of a kind of death metal style. Guitar, Under, hair flying. You know? Under Polaris. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you went into kind of like EDM, which is something I'm more used to, the EDM uh, style the DJ. Ben, ben yeah. Briggs. Briggs and the other DJ. The other DJ, DJ, uh, uh, DJ Joe. Yep. But then after that was, uh, no, before DJ Joe, it was uh, Maglo. Yeah. Which was he, he had the one that had like that that, yeah. that cool hip hop, like almost Childish Gambino. He yeah. was very Childish Gambino, Gambino inspired. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 I remember winning the yeah. crowd. And... That was awesome. Then he got into the crowd, and everybody was just like jamming with so him. So then, that's yeah, so when you went into more of a hip hop, new school hip hop uh, uh, lyrics and kind of singing. And then at the end, you went into somebody who was like a lot more old school rap, um, like nineties. Yeah, very super lyrical. East based. Coast. Yeah, because the first one was a little bit more musical style, like pop rap type thing, like you yeah. said, Charles Gambino. But then the last one was more of that old school hip hop style. You know the that I grew up with, so it's it's literally even though everything was themed in a certain way, it, you had you jumped from theme to theme, which so, is good because it doesn't it like because a lot of people like myself, I listen to 
rap. I listen to hardcore metal. Yeah. I listen to everything. So I love the fact that it was a different genre every time. And I'm like, that'd be like an idea. Like I've always said, yeah, an ideal a, concert I mean, it was for like me. a festival. It was yeah. definitely That's one like of those But sometimes festivals, well, depends. Because sometimes festivals, they, they stay within a genre. But the big ones, the All big the, festivals the large are, ones, they have most. But this is like our mini festival, which was amazing because they had the Zelda theme playing. They had uh, yeah, and all Kingdom these ra- Hearts. Yeah, all these rappers, you know, they rapped about like maybe not a theme or like a song we know, but yeah. like, the songs were based off. Or like, I know the last guy, uh, IQ, IQ, uh, he did a song about Sora. Oh yeah, <laughs> like about Kingdom Hearts. So you're like, okay, it was, it was just cool. I, I know he he does a lot of things for CEO, so I know he's pretty big. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff. But then, yeah. that was that was a big event that we did this weekend. Oh, also uh before the uh the, like right outside the event. So Oh yeah, the, yeah, the lobby they had actually the the guys that you guys in the Indie Monicon, a lot Indie of the Monicon, pe- yeah. people from Indie Monicon cuz I know Kent Kent Ward is the one that runs uh, like he's the founder of Angaku Overdrive and he's been to the Indie Monicon that we me and Nick been mm-hmm. and he ended up getting a couple people. We ended up getting um, Highlight Heroes that was there it was if, if anybody's ever seen Highlight because in South Florida it's kind of like it's getting bigger so they have Highlight Arenas there so it was like that they had um, the one that you played Knockout University that Knockout we talked University, about uh, yeah. like a couple uh, a couple episodes ago which was really fun I liked it uh, then there was Reaver which looked like they looked like Gundams. Yeah, it was like a Gundam. Like you, you're soaring. You're running through like a warehouse, like from building, like from room to room, and you could pick up guns and different swords, and you, like it's like a hack and slash, yeah. shoot 'em up game, which is good. Uh, the one that we didn't play was uh, the the Towers of Methra. I think it was called yeah, that one in the Pixie. Yeah, but the the Tower Method. Every time we tried to go there, somebody was playing. Yeah, it looked good. It, it looked, looked cool. like it, it looked like if it, looked it like was Zelda. Zelda, mine was like side scrolling Indiana Jones. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he looked like Indy, uh, like Pitfall. You remember Pitfall from Atari 20, uh, 2600? Not sure the, the one that he like would jump yeah. the rope to get across, yeah, like yeah, over yeah. the alley. So it was almost like that side scrolling, but uh, like to the max upgraded, like twenty first century. That you can see that side view. Yeah, it was really good. I think they're already on Steam, or they're getting developed to be on Steam already. I think so. Yeah, a lot of them are. Are, are I know, I know, uh, Reaver was on itch.io, which is like another platform that you could download indie games and try them out. So it was, was cool. Fun. It was cool seeing the creators talking to them. They're all like really excited. They're all like, "Please play the game." Yeah, <laughs> like, they and, it's, and, uh, and it was see, fun to see. Work. You could. It was fun seeing them play when they were not having to do anything else because they were not even yeah testing was, the game. They were just playing it just for the pure enjoyment of playing a game. Yeah, and it was their game on top of and it. And they were so, playing with us and stuff. It was cool. Guidance is like oh, you should do this. Do this. <laughs> yeah, it's like stop sucking, please do this. <laughs> do this. And it was like you I want- broke your game. I did. I did unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, he started grabbing everything, and then the game was like, you're doing too much. You got to stop. <laughs> I'm Pretty sorry, much. man. If you want this game to work good, you, I got to test it. Every personality. You got to test it. Yeah. But all in all, it was a great event. It was cool. It was a fun event. Uh, I know they have another one, uh, which we'll talk about uh, in the coming months. It'll be Words of Light, which is um, a Final Fantasy tribute concert. 
and that's in, and that's cool. that's in at the Abbey at the beginning of November, which we'll get more information about that. But as of right now, for Orlando Overdrive four, uh, it was amazing. It was really it was a really cool event. The first, you know, that was my first time at Geek Easy, so the venue was different for me. I I honestly the outside very is very misleading. I thought it was gonna be. I was like in my head, I thought it was gonna be like a super small event, and then once you go down that narrow little hallway, it just opens up into this huge. No, but area. they renovated, they they changed it because originally that hallway uh-huh. until the door was a comic book store. Oh really? It was actually the full comic book store, and then at at the double doors where you go into the venue, that's where the whole bar was at. So wow. it would it'd be it used to be closed off until they have to open, but I'm assuming due to liability reasons, if people are at the bar and they start drinking. What, walking. the comic book next door was not part of it? No, no, they moved over. It looks like they either... Got, like, I think they, like, shrinked it more. They, yeah, they made it and cut it in half. Well, they look like they're buying up that whole that whole shopping center, if you think about it, because, what, down the street... Yeah, they it's right the, next to the comic store. There was a, a trading card. Yeah, there was, yeah uh, it's a, a comic, uh, campus, comics and, comics, and games, or uh, games and fun, or something like that. Yeah. It's like, a, table, it's like a tabletop, literally just for tabletop yeah. And you games. know there were people there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were still they're, people there when we left. They're yeah. crowded. No, no, but at the at the card at yeah, the, the card yeah. place, yeah, it was it was busy, so it was still open. Yeah, I mean those card games. I mean back when I used to play card games, man, we would stay there till one, two. Wow, yeah. oh yeah, they're fun, especially of tournaments because they just go long too. So that's the thing. That looks like Geek Easy might end up buying that whole that well, whole shopping that, center. Yeah, but that's the only thing that got me off card when we got there because when me and Ricky got there, I'm like, why is there no comic books? So I'm, I'm thinking automatically, it's because. Just for the liability of like people drinking at the end at the back of the bar and they have to walk through. That's what I'm wondering. I'm and wondering the people where... touching stuff and like probably like falling or yeah. but maybe it's just that or maybe, maybe it's just they didn't have enough space with such a narrow space. The video game space, you know. The and the intro. Yeah. What do Entrance? they have in a, like a regular day? Just a. I don't hallway? know. Probably like a hallway and no, but I think they have tables because. The on the entrance on the right, and then gets oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a lounge because on when you once you walked in on the right, there was a bookshelf with board games on it, so probably people just yeah, no, they have tabletops there too, tabletops, so they probably just hang out right you. there and just play board that's games. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it was awesome. I yeah, liked that's it. Pretty cool. It's a, it's a cool spot. I know Fridays they have. I don't know if they still do, but Fridays they have karaoke night at uh-huh. the Geek Easy, which is fun. Come on, Ricky, let's let's hear that magical oh, voice man. of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but that was great. Uh, the event, I would give it a five out, of, like four, four and a half out of five. Nikki's. Yeah, the event. You gonna give it that too? No, I give it a three and a half. Cause to be fair, I didn't know a lot of the people there. You know, yeah, it's usually more. It's, it's, I will say the one negative thing I think I have it, it was none of the band, none of the bands, because they all were great. It's just it was a very long event. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh my god. Well, we you go. know, I mean, we're okay. But so, then again, if we were into the songs and we knew the people, like if, we'll if, it, if like, it was like we all knew all the bands that were in the lineup, yeah. we were like, I want to hear them. I can't wait for this people to play. For me, it was like I just love music, yeah. and like each band was like they're really good in their own way, individually. Then as a collective, as a whole set, I'm like I just enjoyed them for who, what they provided at their time yeah. slot. And you know what? That couch that I was sitting in was really comfortable. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? Hearing music, seeing people, and <laughs> just Man. on the couch. A1. A1. True way to be a creeper. <laughs> wow. Creeper. <laughs> what are you creeping on, buddy? Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. What about you, Nick? What would you give it? How many Nickies would you give it? I mean, I kind of felt like I went in there kind of blind, so I kind of felt like I like, and and it did feel kind of long. But you know what? If, when I say long, I don't mean it in a negative way. It's just like. Yeah. Most times when it comes to events like that, you go in there looking for the artists that you most want to see. So for me, since I didn't really know any of the the the, the artists and their music, I was kind of blind to those things. So because I got I be and because I kind of stayed was there from the beginning, it felt like all of it just it was long. But yeah. otherwise, individually, if you take each show individually, they're amazing. So yeah. that's why I want to give it a three, just because I, I kind of felt like I walked in there a little bit not sure what I was getting into. Yeah, but I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, same here. Same. And also, other, it didn't help that I was starving, so I was uh, like, we I were, need it. it was a long day for us. Well, I was sober, so that's even worse. Like, that too. Yeah. <laughs> sober and so- sober and hungry. <laughs> They're hungry. Never the combination. That's the thing. I think if I was a little bit more like you know, vishlunked, where you want to call it, <laughs> vishlunked. <laughs> If I was a little bit more of a schlunked and, you know, I got to meet some more people that were there because, yeah, aside from you two knuckleheads, I didn't really know. I didn't know anybody. I mean, there's a couple of familiar faces, but not somebody I would like. I would go up there. How's your mother? You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. <laughs> How's your mother? <laughs> but like I said, we, we met a lot of people that day, so it, yeah. it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so it was good. Uh, other than that, what else? Oh, me and Nick went to the coop. Oh, on yeah. Saturday morning, the coop. So where's this at? It's in Winter Park. It's uh, it's owned by the same people, the same person, because we met the owner that owns Four Rivers. Nice. So, uh, but this one's more like Southern food, chicken based cuisines. Yeah, we're talking about like chicken on a level where it's like it makes Chick Fil A uh, seems like that that black sheep of the family. No, it makes Chick Fil A like, seem like McDonald's chicken chicken nuggets. Yeah, like this why are we is, why are we bringing up chicken? But because it's chicken based. The coop it's, is chicken no, based. It's chicken, yeah. it's chicken based meals. So yeah, they is, have. That's a destroyed KFC. Oh, yes, yeah. Popeyes. Yes. Yes. There you go. It destroys Chick Fil A. It, it, it doesn't even <laughs> see them. It's it's like Pollo Tropical. It's like your precious Godzilla going like through the Tropical. <laughs> no, the the chicken in there was I dude. I had a chicken salad, and it was epic. Like. You know, it was, it was, no, it was, it was an epic salad. Did you have a triple milkshake? <laughs> what? <laughs> triple milkshake? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the joke. No, <laughs> no it was, it was good. And the thing is, is that, uh, like, when me and, me and Tony were eating, the table next to us was the actual owner. Like, when you walk into the place, there's an owner and he, like, he, he sells his book because I guess he's a famous chef of some sort. So it's cool that he just sits there and eats and chills most of the day and then goes up to people all day and asks them how they're doing and how they enjoyed their food. Like He, he, went, to every, he went to every table. Yeah. He like once he got too. back up, because I would normally think it's like, oh, it's the manager that does it because I used to help at my family's restaurant. I used to go to all the tables. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's that's customer service. Right. On, adding to the customer service provided a customer experience. But I was like, oh, that's awesome. And Nick goes, yeah, that's the owner. I'm like, how do you know? He was like, because his pictures on the wall. He, yeah, like when you walk in, you order the food. The cookbook is on the counter, but I wasn't paying attention. And Nick was like, "That's the owner." I was like, "Dope." <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, "That's, that's even, really cool." That, that's I, even better. I'm like, "That's even better experience." I do love Four Rivers a lot, so that's pretty I know. cool. That actually, sad was, that I wasn't there. <laughs> what was really funny is that we were eating. I was like, I, I literally was like, I was super into what I was eating. I was like, Damn, this is, like you know, like I was enjoying. I was like, wow, this is really good. And it's funny because when I say that and I'm over here enjoying it, I could look up and he's in a meeting with somebody else and he looks up, he's like, he's smiling 
And that's why, because he's the owner. This is his food. So it's like, he's like, wow, somebody's enjoying my food. And he loved that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Nick, Nick is eating his salad and then I'm taking photos. It's because we were posting. Of our, like, <laughs> eat the I'm like this. And I, I, I think he's looking at both of us, but he was looking at Nick eating because Nick was happy. He's like, <laughs> Nick was like, yo, I've been wanting a salad all day of last the couple days. Ta- yeah, he yeah. was like, I've been wanting a chicken salad all day. And he, he eats and goes, yo, this is the best chicken salad <laughs> I've had in a while. I was the, 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 the owner is like, yeah. 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 Got him. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Reel them in, boys. <laughs> Actually, we got you a little bit because that cookie... At the end of the oh, night. Oh, yeah, dude. That cookie, that cookie still cookie lasted. Was, that 12 cookie. hours. All right, guys. We're going to say something. It might gross people out. This cookie was sitting in Nikki's car. It was no. wrapped. It was wrapped up. It was wrapped. Car. It was wrapped up, yeah. Oh, but yeah, how long was, was it in that car? It was there since we left like the 11, restaurant. So like 12. Yeah, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock and morning. we started eating it at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was, still, but it, it was, was perfect. It was like, dang, that's a good cookie. It wasn't like a hard, like, you know how like cookies, if you let them sit out, they get... Real hard and brittle. Yeah. This one still was like a little bit soft and chewy. Now, you would think it just, you know, it was still like freshly cooked. Yeah, it was good. And like I said, uh, if you guys go to Four Rivers, it's the same guy. So I I know I like Four Rivers a lot. (laughs) But if you're a fan of like barbecue pork and all that, that's where you should go. Yeah. That's a good place. So, But other than Pick Floyd's, though. (laughs) That's my my favorite. I mean, there's just so many spots here, but yeah. But the coop, I would give it a four out of five. Nikki's. Wow. No, I definitely give it a four. Wow. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're if you're I gotta go try this. If you're looking for chicken based, you know, especially like dude meals. Yeah, because like their biggest thing is a chicken tender, but it's called a giant chicken tender. (laughs) Like, and it's just the breading and how it's fried and everything. It's not too greasy. The breading's nice and crispy. Yeah, it's it's perfect. It was perfect. All right. Yeah, but uh, moving on to that is the events of this week. Yeah, this on. week's events. It's what? fun. So for all you Universal uh, Pass holders, uh, the Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure opens opens uh, this week on the thirteenth. Ooh, that's a big. That's big you gonna guys is gonna be busy. Stay away uh, from university <laughs> for a couple no. <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, no, go. It'll be fun. Uh, no, honestly, if you're into Harry Potter and you go into this, just don't think about going at anything else. Just focus your day on going on the ride because if you do, you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's going to be, be extremely long, busy. Long, extremely long. So if you, go, if you go in and you're like, I'm only coming for this attraction. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just go for that and that alone and go back home right after. Yeah. <laughs> That's going on. And then uh, at the Florida Mall, I think Geek is having its E3 because E3 is going on right now. Right. They have their E3 Funko Pop exclusive release. Oh. So for you know what this year it is? I know last year it was uh, Master, Master Chief. I'm not sure what I, I just got the announcement that they're just hosting it on the 13th. That's awesome. So for all you Funko Pop collectors like Ricky, <laughs> uh, here's my advice: go there early, guys. Go there how early? How early would you go? I don't know how early they're like, opening, but usually normally it's like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, regular store hours. Hard collectors go there like five or six o'clock in the morning, and so. then just wait out. Yeah. And besides that, I know we just talked. We just talked about this a little bit. At uh, Cool Stuff Games uh, in South Orlando by Winter Park area, they have Magic the Gathering Legacy Tournament going on. 
and that is this uh, from the 15th to the 22nd. So I'm figuring that's Monday, Saturday, to, like the following Tuesday uh, for the Magic the Gathering Legacy Tournament. So that's pretty much it for the week of like noticeable events. But you can always go to local trivia games, trivia places that have it. I know there's a few coming up that are the uh DC comic movies, MCU, Harry Potter is always a popular one going around. For I'm the pretty sure nuts. since High Grid is opening, they're going to have tons of Harry Potter trivia everywhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that's pretty much what was going on. All right, guys, so we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to go into what we saw in the movies this week. We'll be right back. <laughs> Nick, what's up, man? What's going down? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> so let's see what we got here. So first off, um, we try to we obviously that's the thing we want to try as many different theaters as we can, especially out here in Central Florida, because you know I love going to the movies, and my favorite thing is usually every theater has this, it's good and bad. So uh, the one that we got to try this week was the Disney Dine In. Uh, which was at Disney Springs now, which when I first moved here was uh, Pleasure Island. Or Downtown Disney. Downtown, or Downtown Disney, Disney yeah. was another name for it. So it's been a while. I mean, the, the theater, if you especially if you went, let's say, 10, 15 years ago, it's completely different than, than what you're used to, especially now that we went, we got to go into the dining side. And honestly, it's um, it was interesting to me because compared to the other theater we went to recently, when we watched Brightburn, which was... Was a Studio Grill? Was it Studio Grill Bar? Stu- was it that's what it's called? Studio Grill, Grill Bar movies. or something like that? It was a combination of that. the one over there on One Ninety Two by Margaritaville. Um, it felt like this is this is a perfect example of how a dine-in movie theater should be, sure. as opposed to the way yeah. the other one was. Because especially the design of the seats, because it's different. The design of seats at the Studio Grill one that we went to was basically just a. Like that normal kind of like sliding, uh, uh, self reclining. Not yeah. Well, it was mo- self reclining, but self reclining, but it not motorized. A, but it was self reclining, but it had that that, that bar that, at the bottom that you could just relax. That table feet. that slides across onto yeah. you, right? Yeah. So I realized when we were at that at that place, the one things that I hated was I could. I mean, I know people have this weird thing, but it you kind of need to see what you're eating, and that's one thing we complained about when we saw it. So this time around, uh, the way this theater is designed is. Each row is ta- like a like a small table with a little light in it, and then the chairs. Yep. So you don't get to necessarily recline, but there's like a bar you can put your feet up on, so you can still kind of relax. But you can also lean forward and eat your food, and there's a kind of like a little light. A little light yeah. yeah, you can keep your stuff on. You can actually put your elbows on. You don't eat like a normal like you would normally. So it's a perfect way to if you're gonna combine with the, you know, watching movies and eating. This would be the theater to do that in because you got to kind of enjoy both. And actually, the speed of which everything was coming out and, you know, you were getting service. Yeah, my food had came in hot. Yeah. Hot and ready. <laughs> They're already Well, this is the thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed. A lot of the plates are like bowls. Yeah. So you could just hold them like up to your. Yeah. It's up to your mouth. Yeah. So they, it's very good that they're usually bowls. So you don't have to worry about things falling on you. Or I mean, the smell was amazing. I would smell people bring out food from other from other plates around me and i was like wow this what'd you guys was... get um uh, i mean i i per- i just to let you know i didn't really get into the actual food of it because i i accidentally went to the other side of the theater 
<laughs> went to the normal theater. So I got my popcorn and drink there, and I walked over to the other side. So Val and Tony got to eat like normal. Yeah, right. Val got the uh, Caprice flatbread. Okay. And I had the brisket macaroni and cheese. Yeah, bowl. that's what I had. I it had was the bacon. Really good. Bacon, yeah, bacon and jalapenos. Oh, I didn't have that one. Yet had, I had like the bacon and something. Bacon ranch, maybe? Mashed potato? Uh, not my potatoes. Macaroni and cheese? Yeah. It was... No, mine was like a brisket. It was like beef brisket yeah. with... Uh... I didn't have jalapenos in it. Mine said jalapenos and I think bacon bits, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I saw Godzilla in this theater. So... Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, it was awesome. For that, for the experience, compared to the experience that we went to the last one, this was way better. Oh, yeah. Um, Food-wise... Food wise, okay. food wise was way better because the servers were very attentive. Yeah. On top of it, and the thing I loved about it, there were like four or five servers for yeah, this. Of course. For yeah. this, and it wasn't even a big theater. And I think they even had somebody Com- who compared, kind of like arranged. There was somebody at the top who stayed there, and they kind of I felt like they, they were runners, everywhere. so they would just keep track of lights and then just run to the wherever see the light and see what they want, and they'll go get it. But there were runners, and then there were waiters, so. This is the thing. You could tell from like a big company like AMC and then you could tell from a, which I don't know how big the other company is. For like something, a more newer company. Yeah. I feel like they spent most of the time on the design of the bar rather than the design That's the of the thing. I think that new place, the look is amazing. Yeah, like it, it looks was. awesome. Yeah. But <laughs> the just service? The, the, it, once again, we can't judge them because they they might be understaffed. They might not. I know. I know, but we, we went there fairly early. <laughs> well, no, it, basically, there's a difference between design and execution, and I think that's where you fall into it. Where the other one had great design, had great ideas, they wanted to make it look cool, but they didn't really the execution consider, wasn't consider there. the functionality. Or that the, is true that the other everything. one's too dark. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. especially if you're gonna do a dining. My only fault with the Disney dining, yeah. is that which I love to see my food and and the, they have like that lighting setup. Yeah, that little lighting. Is that you have to lean over a lot, like. More than you should have to sit down and eat, so I'm like crawled over, like the yeah, the there's, there's a bit of a eat. distance because the seats don't move forward, obviously. Yeah, so I, I was like the edge of my chair because I'm short, so I'm at the edge of my seat trying to lean over and eat, and I was like, that was the only discomforting thing, but I'm I'm okay with it because I'm not eating, gonna sit there and eat for an hour and a half, right? Like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I don't mind eating a little bit, letting it sit, going back at it. But that was the only fault or the only negative thing I would I would say about it. Honestly, but the experience itself mm. was good. The food was amazing from both. The drinks were good. So I was happy with it. This and you know we got to well we'll discuss that in a minute. But as far as the movie itself, but <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's a good experience, especially if you want on a date, something something intimate, something nice, or just want to have a nice meal. With An expensive the movie. date. This place is not cheap. No. So. Uh, but obviously, there's a reason for that. So, yeah, so it, it is an experience. So if you do go in, you, you will waste. Especially if you pay for two, you will waste like fifty bucks. <laughs> so just letting you know, easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. So for me, it's a very hit and miss spot because the last time I went before Godzilla, I didn't have really a good time. Like the food wasn't that great. But then the last time I went, I was. I think it was a different menu. Oh, so they must change yeah, it. they they changed it a lot. And I was like, okay, this is good. That's cool. Yeah, actually, no. The last time I went was to see Force Awakens. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So like wow. A, year and a year and a half ago. Yeah. More than that. So two years have, ago. Oh, and you know, that's where people, that's more where, that's that, where businesses learn from their experiences. Yeah, so. than, oh, wait, Force Awakens? Yeah, that's like three years ago. Three, four years ago. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that could be the same thing that, that this, uh, that Studio Grill Place is suffering from. Maybe it's going to learn from its own experiences, but yeah, yeah. I, I think, I feel that place is definitely going to get better. better. I just hope the, the so the rating that we gave everything. of that one is not solid because we we were like let's give it a second try yeah give them a couple months to get their stuff together yeah and then from there let's see what happens yeah so but with so, this one I, I'm okay many, with giving it a, giving a grading now just because I feel how like how many Nicky's would you give it I would give it about a four I'd say a four I was happy I got to enjoy myself enjoy the movie I was comfortable in my seat. You know, I didn't really have any complaints about anything, not the the way the movie looked or the sound. Everything was good. I'll give it a four as well. It's a, it's a good time. It's a good experience. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an experience you know you're going to have that's good. I give it a three. Oh. Because yeah. <laughs> now that you were talking about it, when I sat back mm-hmm. and for all the movie theaters we've been going to, they're all reserved seating. But this one, for some reason, the guy in front of me mm-hmm. was like six five. So, like, his head <laughs> was at the bottom portion of the movie. Luckily, there was nothing happening in that movie that consisted of that space. That bottom screen. So, I was okay with so it. So, with subtitles, you'd be Actually, out of it. Actually, nothing happened in that movie, so you're good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, in a minute, sir. In a minute, sir. Hold back. <laughs> yeah. So, with that experience. Yeah. Yes. I'll give it a three. Darn tall people. Yeah. Because all the other ones, they have, it has a good gap. Or well, like, yeah. They go down it, to one level. So, you think about it. No, think about it. That that's that's one of the few movie theaters that doesn't actually have stairs, right? Everything is a a ramp that goes down, so the decline is not so much so that maybe you don't have to see the person in front of you. Yeah, and they might be changing that too because the other side is getting reinvent, redone, redone, redone as well. Okay. So we don't know. Well, let's see. I mean, they built those. The the other side has those two huge theaters. Yeah, the, now each theater is going to be recliner seats and stuff. Ooh, so. wow! Yeah, so we shall sexy. see what we experience later. But so far, the theater was good. So before I get into the actual movies that we got to watch. What trailers do we got, Nick? Um, Nico Damas Not a lot. Not <laughs> a lot. The only one that I really kind of wrote down that I wanted to talk about was the one with Brad Pitt. Just because I found it interesting. It, I mean, I mean, it's obviously going to be a big budget. You know, and obviously Brad Pitt, for the most part, Brad Pitt doesn't really pick bad movies. And what was it called? It was called uh, AD uh, Astra. Yeah. So I mean, you have you know you have Brad Pitt, you have Tommy Lee Jones. I'm not even sure what role he's gonna play. It's his dad. Well, it's his dad, but I mean, in the sense of is he if gonna be in interactive either. with the adult version of Brad Pitt or? Oh, okay. So the storyline, obviously, it's still kind of developing. Obviously, it's something to do with his father. They're both astronauts, and he goes out exploring. So it's gonna be something like that, kind of like Interstellar. Yeah, and then he comes back and something's different, right? Exactly. The only thing that I find that really threw me off was in the trailer. There's a part where he's writing this kind of like a space dune buggy, but he's being chased by other people. Right. Shooting. Same. Yeah. And they're shooting. So it's like, wait, is this going on in space? Like, where is there? There's a space battle in this movie. So <laughs> yeah, that really kind that of stepped it up a notch for me. So can't wait to see what that was about. So that's the only trailer that I could say that I wanted to discuss. There's a lot of Sundance movies out there that, I'm probably going to turn out to be really interesting. But for now, this is the big budget one that I yeah. I found interesting. And one thing with uh, Sundance that I, I like, but it's so hard, is that they always do in limited theaters. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it'll be like one theater in, in your county that has it. 
Like I remember when I used to live in uh, Massachusetts, and there was like a few Sundance movies. Like Finding Forrester was in the Sundance movie. Yeah. And to watch, and I was like, I wanted to watch that movie when the trailer came out. And the closest theater that had it was like forty minute drive. Yeah. Yeah. But it, the movie was worth it. What so, movie was it? Uh, Finding Forrester. Yeah, the you remember that one, right? Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was like, I wanted to watch it. Well, is so there's a movie coming out that I'm actually can't wait to watch. I'm just wondering if it's gonna fall in the same problem, which is something that the dead don't die. Um, and that has it a, comes out next week. Yeah. But yeah. is that like a Sundance type movie? I don't think so. No, because it, it feels like it's gonna be a limited release or something like that. Limited, but it's a huge cast. Limited release uh, usually means uh, it comes out next week. So it's like know. a lot of movies, a lot of theaters will have it, but it would be it it won't be in theaters for long. Okay. So limited release, I think, is usually. They're there in theaters for a month, mm-hmm. and that's it. When it's limited theaters, like out of six hundred theaters in your area, only like ten will have it. Did you did that? Did did I ever tell you about? Because uh, um, there was a movie series. Remember what was it called? Uh, is it Jeepers Creepers? Yeah. So Jeepers Creepers three. There was obviously a lot of scandal behind the director. He had a bad history, whatever it is. I don't want to get into that part, but because of that bad history, the last movie he did, Jeepers Creepers three. When I say limited release, I'm talking about a day. <laughs> Do you believe? Yeah, yeah the movie was released that, yeah. for a day. Didn't they release like the DVD ne- the week after that? Something like yeah, that. It got released on like Netflix that. or some streaming network. But yeah, it only came out in the theater for one day. <laughs> Crazy. All right. So let me see. So that was the trailer part. So let's uh, before I get into the main event movie, I want to discuss one other movie that I got to watch this week that... I was hoping to watch it by last week for the last podcast, but I got a chance to watch it this week um, with Tony. It's called Ma. Ma. Um, Ma. <laughs> who's the uh, the main actress? Um, i trying to remember her name. Let me get her name. But she is an amazing actress. She was definitely a um, definitely a great aspect of this movie, like especially her acting ability. Um, I would say the uh, so Ma is basically the story of. This woman, uh, this this Octavia Spencer, Spencer. Oh. Octavia Spencer. Okay, yeah. So Octavia Spencer is um, a, ner- um, a veterinarian assistant. Um, with obviously that in a small little town where everybody kind of grew up together, and she meets a group of kids that happen to be uh, the kid, the children of the people that she went to school with. So apparently, there's some kind of trauma that she underwent through um, back in high school, and the movie basically comes out with this kind of back and forth, whether she is trying to relive some kind of youthful days, or it's more of a revenge on what happened to her um, when she was in high school. So it was, it was interesting just because as she played such a great role of this kind of like, she's fun, but she's insane type personality where even the kids did it, noticed it in the movie and they kind of reacted to it where it's like, She's supplying us with a place to party and alcohol, but they're nervous about her. And obviously, good reason at the end. The one thing about this movie that I would say is I think I think it didn't go as far as if they wanted to make it a horror. It could have been a horror movie. Could have been a great thriller style horror movie. It just missed a couple of marks. Like when it comes to um, the horror aspect of it, they I felt like they were about to approach it. There's a scene where you're like clinching your... Your, your your fingers and you're like oh my god is that gonna happen but it oh, didn't yeah. actually go through go through with it and then there's other scenes where because this is my thing with horror movies that, that i like about it the horror movies always have like a kind of like a stalker thing right where obviously 
you're going after each individual victim in a specific way and you're that's what creates the thrill of it and i just didn't feel like this movie had it the only victims of the movie felt like it was not there was no um like they push it try to push it to the envelope but they never got there well one scene was like that no one scene got there but like for example i'm just saying like the the the, the deaths that you would experience in the movie were so fast like you it was more of not even a surprise or a shock just more of a oh uh, yeah oh okay it, that just it, happened and then the actual combination of a bunch of stuff that she did because the revenge was not only on the original parents but the kids themselves was like bam 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 and you're like oh so it, it wasn't like a like oh my gosh she's gonna get to the next person and get the next person and this no it was just kind of like all at once honestly to me it ended up i feel like it could have been a great horror movie but ended up more like a lifetime movie yeah, more like don't go into i feel like lifetime movies always come with like a warning like a big warning sign of things don't go into strangers basement that's basically <laughs> yeah that's was, a big it, warning it was sign like for this one. one of those uh, long form PDA. Uh, yeah, PDA, uh, What is it called? Like, uh, what was the Ben Affleck one where he did steroids? It was, <laughs> uh, <laughs> those like those made for TV dramas where they basically yeah. give you a big message. You know, don't do drugs. Don't. You know, where's Katie getting the money? Like, you know, those <laughs> so yeah, it it, it had it every, all the elements in there, and I think it could have been a great horror movie, but I think it just ended up being more of a lifetime style movie. I completely agree with you. Uh, with the fact uh, when you said like the the death scenes that they did give came out not it came out of nowhere but at the same time they were unrelated to the whole story of the movie yeah and the the most like gut wrenching almost part never happened yeah. so you were just like disappointed like it didn't happen you're like eh. No, I ah. felt like it could have just gone there, and it just decided and not to. Just like, disappointed me. Um, but yeah, was it was it was it was it was a decent movie, I want to say, but I don't, I don't think it was great or maybe even good. I mean, it, it was good. I like the thing is the reason I think it was good because the acting was good, and storyline was interesting. I just felt like the execution could have been something to to work on. So I mean, for my recommendation, I would give it a three. Just a solid. Nothing like a wonderful three, but almost a three, basically. A soft three? Soft three, yeah. <laughs> soft three. A soft very, three. very limp three, yes. Limp three. <laughs> I give it a two. You give it a two? You wouldn't recommend it to anybody? I wouldn't recommend it. No. Wouldn't recommend it? No. I didn't watch it, so I'm not okay. going to watch it. So, so I'm going to take a recommendation. You have a choice take, to make. Take, take my recommendation. <laughs> take the two. <laughs> take the two. Take and the two. I haven't watched the next movie either, but I... Gave this movie a one even before it came out. Wow. <laughs> okay, so let's just get into it. We've been like... Dancing around a little bit. So, the movie that we watched this week was X-Men Dark Phoenix. What? So. <laughs> sin- <laughs> well, you know, this movie came to such critique to it. Like, I thought I was going to enjoy it just because of that. I thought I was going to enjoy it because I really. We're going to enjoy no, the bad movie. No anticipation. And I usually walk away with even bad movies liking things about it. And I agree with you because I go to. Well, sometimes. What mo- I don't know what movie it was. That we watched, or I think I watched with Nikki. It was like I came into this movie with such oh Shazam. I came with yeah. the movie with such low expectations because of just a track record of DC movies. That was me with Aquaman, and it was good, <laughs> and it was really yeah. good. Shazam, the movie was good, but with, <laughs> for you it was wonderful because it was like wow, <laughs> yeah, it was a film. But even watching it because uh, I watched it was 
So good, I watched it twice. Funny story. I have a funny story. Okay. Go ahead, continue. No, no, because you know me. I, I only go to the movies and watch it once. Yeah. I rarely go back to, watch it, to watch it a second time. Yeah. Rarely. Shazam, I watched it twice. Yeah. That's how much I like that movie. So, when First Class came out, X-Men First Class, yeah. me and my roommate at the time, Pat Dooley, yeah. we were like, we're not going to watch this crap. <laughs> this movie's gonna stink because mm-hmm. we're we're very into X Men. X Men are my favorite superhero, like all of them. They're all. I mean, my favorite's Wolverine, but all of them are up there, top notch. So we're like, the story's ridiculous. The characters are weird. This and that. We go in anyway because we're probably bored, and we love the movie. Yeah, loved it. Love her class. Yeah, we were like, this was a shock. This, was, I wish it had that. I wish, I wish it was a first class where we all went in that movie theater. And we're like, dang, this surprised us. I didn't go, but from what I hear, it did it. It didn't at all. So, okay, this is where, this is where it gets caught. Cause I really watch this movie and you, the things you could say were bad, whatever. I almost could forgive it. I could almost forgive it. But then there was something going on in the movie and it, it was conf- kind of clenched to confirm that at the end of it. Uh, the way they kind of treated one particular character or the way one particular character was kind of like portrayed portrayed that was so bad that it caused a visceral reaction to me where I was upset. I was mad. I was like, I walked that movie thing upset. And that's where it messed it up for me, because it's like I could judge, ah, you know, this this is good. Oh, I could have done a better job with that, you know, here and there, because even a bad movie has good elements. But just the fact that they did that with one character, and I just like, I walked off pissed. I'm like, I can't believe they did that. I can't believe this is how this person gets treated. Like, it really bothered me that it caused such a reaction. So, yeah, I, don't, I mean, it was it was just like, so let me see. I'm trying to think what else to get into without really spoiling it for it. Well, one thing is, here's the thing. They're touching back on an, uh, redoing the whole Phoenix Saga. Phoenix Saga. And I know we talked to one of our mutual friends, uh, Chris. He has a podcast, too. And I know he was talking about it. Is that um, it's it's not the only saga that they could go into. There's so many stories. There were so many stories they could go into. So many other things. So different characters did develop. And I felt that um, from first class to even Days of Future Past was really good also. I think after that, how they, they turned the tide and focused on another character, which everybody knows was like she was main focus was Mystique or Raven. They started for it was transitioning to her, like being the center of and everything, I, which I felt it should have been collectively everybody as a whole. Right. Then her only like they're just following and I, and how her emotional her emotional journey, her physical journey, how she's flipping from back to forth and undecided. And I get that they want to try a different route with her, but bothered me because, I mean, ultimately, no matter what, she is a a divisive character to, to begin with, right? And I think Jennifer Lawrence in that role is difficult because she's always a likable character. She's always somebody that people like and, and want to, like, you know, root for whatever. So to get such a divisive character and then to make her the hero... It's just different because obviously her whole thing, her power is deception. So it's difficult to make her a hero when literally her power is to lie to people. Yeah. Um, and then there's another thing that really got me was, in this part, and I don't think I'm spoiling anything with this, but 
she doesn't use her power, like, really. Not, like, honestly, I think, and this, this is not going to spoil it for anybody, but she doesn't, aside from turning into Jennifer Lawrence, she doesn't change into anybody. Yeah, she just sees her her raven form. So she, yeah, for, to, to, to to take such a top role in the in that uh, movie series, especially this movie in particular, and to never really use your power, it just seems weird. No, Be, yeah. it, but again, that's because her power is deception. So she's trying to be the leading example of a good in this movie series. So deception is not a not a as difficult to portray. So that's where I'm like, I think she was the wrong choice for what they try to build her up to be. Yeah. Um. Because they did, but they, that's the thing. That's another thing that they did, was they it was like focused on her, on Jennifer Lawrence Raven or Mystique. Mm-hmm. On oh, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's just like, I feel like Jennifer Lawrence outgrew Mystique. Yeah. It's just like so apparent that oh, Jennifer Lawrence is a big time actress. We got to make it about her. Yeah, she was she was <laughs> growing away from the actual character, and then she was growing as a character, and, uh, as an actor in her industry. Right. That they were like, let's focus on her, but then all of a sudden they start moving it from her to Sansa because of Game of Thrones, because <laughs> of the whole Jean, because she was Jean Grey. They're just picking the most popular people they can find and and making it about those characters rather than. And I think that's what really kind of maybe that's why they decided to go with the whole. The whole aspect of uh, well, the I Phoenix mean, Force, the the, 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 the Phoenix, Phoenix Saga is, it's not the only one. That's it's not the only one. I, you but can it's, say it's the greatest, it's one of the major ones, major ones. And like I said, and like I told you last night, it's one of the greatest X Men stories ever told. Like, they want people are gonna be like, oh, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix. Like they know Phoenix. Yeah. So and you know, even if you take away, even if you just break it down to the actual story, like the actual script of it. Because here's my thing. If you Again, we talked about this before as far as remakes and reboots and different things. If you're going to a, attempt a reboot, even if you, especially if you're going to reboot a storyline, like try to attempt to tell the same story you've heard before again, you have to improve upon it. And really, yeah. like they didn't make changes that were so significant that That's it would have been. Part, actually, yeah. That it wouldn't have been anything like more significant, more interesting to people. And that's what bothers me. I'm like, okay, you really didn't set up to be better. You just set up to make something new. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't change it up. That's yeah, what, that's the upsetting thing. It's like, all right, we're gonna make Days of Future Past. We're gonna reset timelines. We're Everything. gonna. It's like, okay, last last stand because Brian Singer directed Days of Future Past, and he yeah. left X Men to do Superman. Okay. Okay, so that's why he didn't do X-Men 3. Because X-Men 3 was supposed to, you know, is Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're going to reset that because we know people didn't like it. We know it wasn't that good. And they did a great job. And then they just did it again. <laughs> yeah. It's like even this almost the same story. No, like. and here's another thing that's just so funny. And I've heard people talk about this. They use Days of Future Past to not only change the timeline, but in this movie, in this in this anthology series, I, I think that's what oh, the terminology. Yeah, they that. tell, they told you that the young uh, Xavier and uh, um, Magneto? Magneto are Fastbender and, and uh, um, what's his name? The 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 guy who plays Xavier, uh, McAvoy. McAvoy. Yeah, yeah. So Fastbender and McAvoy are young version, and E. McGregor and um, and Patrick, Patrick Stewart, Stewart are the old ones. They tell you this is in their story structure, in their world. This is what it is. 
But yet, this movie is only like eight years away from what the other X Men movies <laughs> from the first X Men came out, <laughs> and they still look. They don't even make them look older. You notice that they didn't even make them look older. They look the same way they did in in uh, um, so the first class in the first and class that was in and the seventies. That, no, <laughs> that was the sixties. That was oh, sixties. Like that. Yeah, that's thirty years, and they haven't grown. They haven't changed. <laughs> I mean. So the, like just they, the they that alone, never, they're like, come on, so man. So they never age for 30 years, but mm-hmm. then they age in eight years, 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if you like those movies, I say watch until Days of Future Past. And then stop. And then stop. I watch Logan, because that's a different thing. Yeah, it's not, it's not part of it. It's part of it. I mean, it, it's, it's part of it, but, but it's, it's not. Yeah. It's like a side, side story. Yeah. And here's another thing I noticed, too. And this is because today I was like, you know something? A lot of people dislike this movie. There's so much so that, you know, I want to see comparison. I want to compare it. So I watched uh, Last Stand, X-Men Last Stand, and I actually liked it. And then, there's a lot of yeah, things of that were... you're going to like it after watching no, this no, one. No, no, no. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is what I'm trying to say. Yes, there was choices made in that movie. You're like, really? Uh, this is bad. I don't like this part. Stuff like that. I get that. But casting for certain people was... I liked a lot better. You know, how they depicted certain people was a lot better. And I noticed it was it felt epic. Like one thing, I, one thing about this movie, X Men, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix, and also other movies, it always now it feels centralized, right? Local, like like basically whatever they're dealing with, although it might have global sacrifice uh, effects, it only feels like it's affecting these individuals in this scene, and that's it. But yeah, you watch these older movies, and like especially the ones that uh, uh, um, Last Stand. You know, you have the military and you have, you know, Magneto coming in with his huge force of people and the people and, and he shows how it's affecting the people around him, like the people that were in the cars when he moved the the building, uh, the sorry, the bridge. And then those military are talking to people in another room about getting orders to do stuff. And then it feels like it's a huge amount of people involved in this and you could feel the threat level you can feel like the like impact the, anti- and the anticipation of what everybody has exactly to do. like how many people are involved in this one thing that's happening when you watch a movie like this one it the only people that you really see the point of view are the main heroes and pop, the aliens. The one, not even all the aliens it's the ones that they're dealing with or the one main alien and everybody else once they kick the alien out of the way you don't no, see them no, anymore. You don't see any humans. Exactly. That's so the interaction. The same. That's it. It's only centralized on those individuals, and you see no more. So the impact doesn't feel as big. So what they accomplish at the end feels like didn't really help anybody but them at that moment. That's it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It just it feels like they made bigger movies than they did now, and that's why I think this one was so small and centralized. And yeah, again, I hated how they depicted. And I'll say who. Um, I won't tell you why, but I did not like the way Xavier came off. And I didn't, I felt like some of the things that happened at the end of it made him, although they didn't really sh- express motivation, the way it came off was kind of spiteful and vengeful, the way things happen. So, again, take take from it what you will, but I really kind of got upset from that. And that that might make me more biased to my opinion on it, but I'll still give it. So based on like the Nikki's, uh, yeah, nothing yet. Come on, I wouldn't recommend it. I'll give it a two. You get a two. I'm actually being generous with that. I'll give it a two. I'll give it a two also. I haven't seen it. I'm gonna give it a two. 
It's just they had an opportunity to fix it, but and they they, and they didn't. Did, they did it. They just went straight back. It's to not even fix it. Like pothole. They they have people's attention. They have these characters. They have the actors, and there is literally how many possible stories they could have just explored, but they didn't even bother. Yeah. So it is what it is. It is what it is. So, but this next week, uh, what comes out? Next week we have Men in Black. Yeah. So we're is that the only one? That's our, no, yeah. and the other one with Bill Murray. Yeah, the, and the, the, devil, uh, the uh, dead don't die. The dead don't so. die. Those are the two movies coming out next week. Actually, this I week. won't lie. I'm super excited about the dead don't die. I mean, I watched the, the big the time movie Black. we're going to talk about is probably Men in Black, but we'll definitely talk about the dead, the dead don't, don't, don't die because I'm, I'm curious about it too. I mean, yeah. Kylo Ren and Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray. Okay. <laughs> oh, and, Sign me and, up. and then what's it? The the one who plays the um the 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 one from Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. Uh, what's her name? No, her. what is it? It was the character name. Uh, it's the the great one or something. Yeah. The why am I blanking on that one? But yes, yeah, the one that <laughs> <laughs> the master of Doctor Strange. Yeah. All so, right, guys. We're gonna take a short break again. Uh, final break. And then we're going to talk about some news that came up uh, this week. So we'll be right back. And we're back, guys. So we just finished watching the E3 uh, Xbox press conference. Yes. Uh, we wanted to check this out because, you know, it is... There's no PlayStation or anything. It's the biggest probably conference that we have all week about E3. Uh, if you don't know what E3 is, because some people might not, E3 is a big, kind of like a convention, but it's where video game companies pretty much show some of their biggest stuff coming out. Yeah, they just have like a pan of conf- of announcements of all their movies, yeah. of all their games. Game and- of games, product, yeah, you name it. Anything in that media. And then Microsoft did showcase 60 games and there yeah so microsoft so this year is special because playstation it's not there it's not there so xbox is like all right we're the main of it we're the big boys of this show <laughs> so they had a two-hour show and we just watched it and some highlights uh one of them probably the biggest highlight and it, it's not supposed to be but it's going to end up was uh cyberpunk 2020 I think it was called 2077. 2077, sorry. And they have your boy. <laughs> Keanu Reeves <laughs> it will be in this game. Dude. I'm, we were all watching, and then we saw it, and we all just were like, what? <laughs> I know. I hope he's a playable character. This is the crazy thing, and I wanted to talk to you guys. Like, Not only this game, but Death Stranding for PlayStation as well. Like, a bunch of, Yeah, a bunch of actors are going to video games like how do you feel yeah. about that i like it i think it's uh, the next step yeah well there was another game that had ellen page in it yeah uh pray uh, or oh, i forgot what it's called and what was the other one the last uh last days or uh, last of us had she it? wasn't in it no 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 but there was another actress that was in it yeah i'm i can't remember her name but i know ellen page was in it and the other game that we played uh, uh, until dawn, until dawn, they had a bunch of actors. They had the kid, uh, that uh, played, Remy, that played uh, uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that had they had a quite oh, a yeah, bit. That's right. That's yeah, right. so they had quite a bit, and then like I don't mind it. Um, if they're using their likeness for the, I like the fact that if they're gonna use them, I want them to be a playable character, which I think will be fun. 
being being John Wick at Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> and this is the thing, like, I, I I mean, there was a Path of Neo where you could play Keanu Reeves as yeah. Neo. But it's just crazy now with the details of video games. Like, now you're legit. But you know what it is? Playing I, I, I was video. mentioning this when he came out. I mean, just, uh, yes, uh, Matrix was a huge movie. Keanu Reeves was a big actor. He's always kind of been a, a popular actor. But I feel like now, he this is the height of his... Like, even beyond Matrix, I feel like now you know what's he's, happening he's, to more, him? he's more interesting. Same so, thing that happened to Liam Neeson. What do you mean? Older Liam Neeson did Taken. And then, dude, that guy's career... Just blew up. Just blew up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like He always did good movies, and it was almost yeah. like drama... Like and, and he was Qui Gon. Like, and... Yeah, but he like before that he had like the I think it was the English Patient he was in that Dark Man. Dark Man. Love Actually. <laughs> yeah. So then he had like a, he didn't have, and people were hesitant about him uh, doing wh- action. movies. The big movie. What do you call it? Uh, oh, oh my man. god, the World War Two movie. <sighs> All right, Steven well, Spielberg. Come on, guys. Steven Pryor, right? No. no. Oh, t- I don't All know. right, I don't know I, I'm trying about. to think what he's talking about. Why you look about it? Keep, look keep, it up. Keep going. I will keep I'm going. sorry, listeners. We're terrible. I know you know what it is, and it's one of the like, probably yelling at us. It is quite like, frankly of what people say. But like, I like the fact that one of people's you, favorite movies. People, the actors or celebrities get their likeness to maybe not even portray themselves, but be in them in a game, or mm-hmm. like a AAA game, and the game looked amazing too. The cyberpunk. It's very uh, what do you say the neo neo yeah, noir? Like, it looks yeah uh, neo noir. It's my favorite genre, especially if that's photography. That's what I want to love to do, that neo noir look. Um, but it looked you know what straight out me a of uh, uh, um, uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, Blade Runner, and I get I got a hint of uh, Fifth Element. How do you get Fifth Element? I don't know. It was. Are like, right, you ready for the movie? Real quick, uh, okay. Schindler's List. Wow. Yeah, guys, we forgot that. <laughs> well, I, I'm thinking about war movies. I didn't know. It like, was a war movie. I mean, I, more Holocaust and stuff, but. Yeah. <laughs> it was during the time of war, but it wasn't a war movie. Yeah, that was a right. Holocaust. Movie. Anyway, yeah, Cyberpunk. So. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Looking like Blade Runner, yes. Yes, Blade Runner. And I don't know why I got it. When I saw it, I guess the guy's face and futuristic, I thought Fifth Element. Actually, not I got the a bright bit colors. Of, uh, not the bright colors, but. Well, you know what? I got a little bit. I got the definitely, uh, like I said, it was uh, uh, um, Blade, Runner? Blade Runner. But there was a because of the uh, the the um, augmentations to the human body that they had in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminded me of that one movie that came out a couple. Uh, Alita battle. No, 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 no. It looked like Alita. No, you yeah. remember that one kind of like kind of like a uh, grind seventies uh, grindhouse movie. Oh, with the girl with the legs. No, the guy that had the robot, the, the computer in his chip that he would let him take over and he would kill everybody. Oh, recently. Yes. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Darn, I can't. I hate that. Somebody looked at it. Reboot. No, it wasn't Reboot. You know what else? Upgrade or something. Upgrade, yeah. Upgrade. Yeah, so it was upgrade. That's what I'm saying because the movie had a lot of humans that had augmentations like that where they would have guns built into their hand. So the the game definitely, Blade Runner, that type inspired, had some bit of Alita, Battle Angel, like modifications of your body. That's the whole deal. Like, yeah. People get it. Right? It was like people yeah, get addicted to body modification. But I like body modification from the gameplay. It sh- it looks like it looks like you could do whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> One you could do. It looks like it's an open world. Yeah. But at the same time, I like the fact they have the aspect because of body modifications that you could alter instead of you could get different weapons in your arms. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna be quickly interchangeable. Like you could just go to a menu yeah. option and just change from a do shotgun. Upgrades to your body. 
Yeah, like automatic. I I think you could do upgrades, but if you add like, oh, I want a grappling gun on my left hand and a sword on my left on my right, I don't know if it's gonna be give you that option of like you could just change it right then and there, just yeah. like a rotating. Uh, access. No, more than to likely, the- you probably have interchangeable uh, melee weapons stuff like that. But then like you can do upgrade. Yeah, you can do limited upgrades to your physical nature, and then even then, it probably you could probably go out. It probably won't be interchangeable. Like you can go out and just change it real quick. But something you can like get done, like events in the game. Um, yeah, I, mean, I can't wait for that one. But that it was a, looks awesome, man. I well, think- the other one that got me was that one that at first I really could not tell what kind of theme it was. But it, it ended up being the Blair Witch. Game. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up, but yeah, yeah the other games that uh, that are very that caught our attention was that Blair Witch. Wow. Like it was a like Resident Evil Five, Resident Evil Five, <laughs> it was like Resident, Resident Evil Five, it was like Resident Evil Eight, oh eight, yeah, Resident, Resident Evil Eight, and then it opens. And it was like, and the minute like you back onto it was like Blair Witch. <laughs> what? I was more, sh- I was shocked. I was like, yeah. oh, snap. Well, and I'm, I'm the first one that caught it. I was like, yeah, Blair Witch. Yeah, because <laughs> I would have never caught it if you wouldn't have said it. If they didn't show it, they just left it blank and just left the symbol. Like, well, the, the, the person in the corner thing made me think of it, but I would never actually make that guess. But that's right. So, so then it's a it's a video game based off surviving a, mo- a movie. Yeah, surviving them. Basically. Yeah, survive horror like, survival, but yeah. based from a movie, almost like the Friday the Thirteenth, the new one that the one that came right. out a few years ago. And then, isn't there another one, something similar coming out? There's like a Predator a, one. To the a Predator company, one yeah. coming out that's coming similar. So what do you guys think about that? Like, movies, video games based off of movies. are are And mostly the ones that look like they're going to be successful are the horror type. I love it. I mean, I, like we were talking about right earlier, Till Dawn. I mean, I love games that you can actually live in this world and, and kind of like watch a movie play out based on the decisions that you make. No, but I'm meaning, it, what do you think about movies turning into video games? Like, oh, we're making this movie based off of, I mean, making this game based off a of movie. I mean, it's it's all stories if you think about it. So even if they take a game and make it into a movie or a movie, make it into a game, they're all story-based as long as all how you play it out, how you develop it. What like, movie would you want to, a game, a movie, do you want me to Bloodsport. Bloodsport? Yes. Bloodsport. That was Mortal Kombat, man. No, I want actual Bloodsport. No way. Dude. I want Van Damme. I want people don't uh, even know what Bloodsport is anymore. <laughs> if you want to play Bloodsport, I'm just saying, you, you ask Van Damme, or people don't even know who Van Damme is. If you want to play Van Damme in a video game, get uh, Street Fighter, the movie video game. I'm just saying, you play I, you play him as a guy. I always loved the movie Bloodsport, and I always thought that would be such a perfect game. So, but I don't know, like more modernistic uh, movies. I don't know, like what about like an Ocean's Eleven? Where you have to actually put the heist together. That'd be that, cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like timing. <laughs> yeah, you have to pick yeah. the right people. Like you, you have choices in it. You can't. You could. You don't just. You don't it's just like have people that you own, lead into. It. You you lead you. Uh, it's almost like you pick your journey. Exactly. You pick your journey. You pick your team. You pick and you make choices on how you accomplish. It. Like people present you with problems and you make choices based on that. And see if basically if you make the right choices, will that affect the outcome? It, would you have a successful heist? Yeah. Uh, hard cool. rain was like that. Or even even like on, uh, till dawn, the same thing. Your, well, deci- your decisions affect the outcome of the game and how it leads into it. Yeah, there's a lot of talk. No, but that's one. I mean, what's what's one anymore. movie you would want? One movie I would want to be to a, a, a video to be a video game. Man, there's you a were, lot. You've been screaming about it for all day. You really come on, just say the same the same one you were talking about. What? Which one? Really? Yeah, Godzilla. Like, 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there was rumors that there was going to be a fighting game Godzilla. Arc a Godzilla fighting game from the creators that made like Guilty Gear, Dragon Ball Z, and all this. And it still could happen. We don't know. But <laughs> we just don't know. That would have been awesome. That would have been cool. But yeah, uh, last <laughs> big thing about this conference was they showed and they announced that in 2020, holiday, uh, we're getting the new Xbox console. It's called Project Scarlet, so it's not an official name. Yeah. But for, but the announcements that they did yeah, is four times faster. Four times faster than, than the Xbox Pro. Xbox, Xbox One. Xbox X. X one. Pro, whatever. Pro. whatever. <laughs> the, the most recent one with the which most. Which is the most powerful system. Right now, currently. Right now. And it's, it's four, four times, times better. And they're using SSD cards for a virtual. Hey, what were they using? Solid S- state drives. SSD card. Yeah, yeah, solid state drive. So, so yeah, no, solid state drives, I mean it's no movable parts. Yeah. It's just straight. Think about it like this. Power. A hard drive when you when you click on something on a computer and you have a regular hard drive, it's kind of like a search engine. That's what you're doing. You click on something and it looks through your hard drive. Solid states don't do that. You click on something, that's it. It's done. It's already open. So that's how fast you're talking about it. So, and their goal, and what they said in this was like, no more loading times. Yeah, so it's supposed to be 40 times faster. It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be insane. I, I feel like, all right, so what do you guys think the price range for this? So last uh, generation's price range was $300, $400? Yeah. Are we going to get the 400 500 do you think? We're, we're going to hit 450 I'm saying we're going to hit 450 with... A if well it's gonna be like four ninety nine bro I think if no you yeah. know what it's gonna be it's gonna be the four fifty or the five hundred Halo package because Halo's gonna be the flagship game or they could do like all right four hundred but it's vanilla real plain and basic if you get the four hundred fifty or four hundred ninety nine you get the the, the Xbox Alexa, Ultimate Ultimate package yeah. Which it's like the Halo the online, edition. You get their streaming service for the year and everything. Yeah, else. and that that's even a good thing. You but that package that they had with uh, I think it was, yeah the what is it called the Xbox Game Pass Game Pass Ultimate All Ultimate fourteen ninety nine and you get you get the gold the you the become Xbox gold, gold yeah. you get the Game Xbox Pass. Game Pass and Game Pass for PC yeah because <laughs> they said Game Pass for PC by itself is ten bucks yeah. So for if you for want to look, fourteen bucks you get all, all three. And, it, and today, month. if you're listening to this, I don't know if it's still going on today. Uh, yes, on it's Tuesday, today. But on Sunday, the when we're listening recording, to it, it says for one dollar. It's one dollar. It it's for one dollar today. So we're doing this after this recording, right? I, I mean, mean, yeah. Let's go buy an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have go to buy do. A, Xbox One and see how bad investment that would be. I know, right? <laughs> Actually, no. We have a whole year. So yeah. I wish I was that guy that won yesterday the Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah, the <that> guy <laughs> a raffle. Hey, we're gonna give out an Xbox 360, and everyone's like, no. And the I guy wanna... goes, you can still play Halo 3 on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's our E3 news. Other news is gonna break, and we'll probably talk about it next week because Tuesday or Monday is Square Enix, and I have a big presentation. And on Tuesday, it's Nintendo. Ah. Oh. And who know, I bet you Sony is going to do something maybe Thursday or Friday. They're going to do something. The following weekend. They're just going to yeah, just gonna break a, everything. A three-day event. They're going to be like, we're not going to give you two hours. We're going to do a three-day event <laughs> oh, of everything. Project Scarlet? Well, here is, X, or is PlayStation 5. 
But that's it for E3. Um, another thing, and this is not a good thing, but a couple shows uh, got canceled this week. Um, so Deadly Class, Happy, and Swamp Thing have been canceled. Yep. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I know. I know. Have you seen Happy? I haven't seen Happy. I haven't seen Happy. I love Happy. Deadly Class for a while is what? one of my favorite comic books. Oh, it was a great. Yeah. It's a great it show. A great show. So what? Deadly Class and Happy. Um, a lot of people are trying to save them. It looks like Happy might be saved by Netflix Flicks. because uh, Netflix. It's doing really good in Netflix. Well, it's on. It's. Yeah. It, I mean, the first season. It's on the second season. So yeah. and. Deadly Class, unfortunately, hasn't been picked up or anything, but the reviews are Netflix, awesome. Pick and, it up. Netflix, yeah, pick it up. Somebody or even Hulu, pick it up. Pick it up. WB, pick it up, man. You need help. Pick it up. I think it's too dark for WB. No, Hulu, pick it up. I want them tight. to go. I want them to go R rating, man. Go straight to like Netflix, Netflix or something. <laughs> I know. I Come hope on. it's safe because Deadly Class is great. And I, Happy, I heard, was great too. But Swamp the thing, thing that really pisses me off is Swamp Thing. So I, don't, I don't like the fact that they. They already canceled after one episode. Yeah, so they're still showing the ten episodes, but the first episode came out last week and they canceled it. Yeah, with, within the same week they got the episode. <laughs> the wrong out. person got offended. No, <laughs> what happened is that they don't let it breathe. They don't let the. It's not the show's fault. So what happened is this, and this is all in news sites, and so you get to go check this out yourself. But in, in eternally, there was like creative differences. Mm-hmm. So everybody thought that was the problem. But apparently it's like where they filmed. So they filmed like in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And apparently like one of their accountants messed things up. So apparently it was so messed up that the DC, the people that streamed the show were like, this is way too expensive and we can't afford it. So uh, we have to cancel it. So basically whatever they spent, they just figured that's what it costs to make that show. And they exactly. just said, they're like, this is crazy. They, the they didn't see it as a mistake. They saw right. as because was- the show, the, I'm telling you, man, the Swamp Thing looks great. The show was great. It, it's still you, going. It you, is great. <laughs> do you think it, they will re take back the cancellation? I mean, and they were like, oh, I don't think it's possible. It's, it's like, how many times did they cancel? They can redact it. the thing because... DC, their, their DC Universe, their streaming service is not doing well. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So the problem, and WB wants to like take him over, take him over because their their DC <laughs> Universe, the Arrowverse. Well, no, WB's trying to compete. They're like the only ones left to compete with Disney, and they're trying to compete with Disney by having a big network by having a to big network individual of little ones. ones. Yes. Yeah. So they want to take that stuff. Probably this is all rumors. But it sucks. It really sucks. I was like so mad. I remember he, he, we have a chat. He said it in the chat. I was like, what? Flipping <laughs> things over. And I just woke up. I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> uh, but going into the discussion of canceling things, uh, what other shows do you guys feel like what that, that got canceled and you're just like, no. Well, every well, daily class. Right? <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Well, I mean, all of the whole, all of the, the uh, Netflix Marvel movie, Marvel shows. I mean, yeah, I, that, right now we just got the trailer for the new uh, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Jones. Yeah. Come, awesome. It drops off Friday. Oh, that's another thing. It drops off Friday. Yeah. Drops on, drops Friday. But that's the thing. It's like, why watch? When mm. we know this is it. Because end. I really still want to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, but they're not. They I, hint- I, I feel like they're not going to end it. <laughs> it's gonna leave in another cliffhanger. That All we're I want to know is okay. So obviously, you know, whoever watches our season, like I was, it left me hanging because the sister, this her sister, whatever you call, it, pissed me off because 
she was so adamant about being one of these special people. Patsy. Yeah. Uh, and she ended up apparently getting something. And I want to see what happened. Like, they, they hinted to the fact that she got some kind of ability. And I want to see how that turns out. So I'm glad that I'm getting this at least this one season to see how it turns out. Like, with with Luke Cage, I, I kind of ended in a way that I just added really it pissed me off a little bit. I was like, yeah, it's just weird. So I didn't want to even care about that. Same thing with Iron Fist. Punisher... Even though they said it wasn't as strong as the second, the second wasn't as strong as the first one. It was pretty good. I liked it. And Daredevil was awesome. See, Daredevil, that, Daredevil was the one was I wish they just kept. <laughs> I wish it was like so this. Just leave us. Just leave Daredevil. Just leave uh, they that just one. Couldn't. Yeah, I know, man. But there was a lot of inner company. I know. Uh, between I should read the whole thing. It was so many different things. People thought it was because of the Marvel, but it wasn't no, that. No, it was. It was. It was so many little problems. Like the is is budgeting. Like, uh, you know, writers. It was just a, a whole different... Here's the, here's the thing that I I was looking into when I've, about, like, shows and, like, these streaming servers getting canceled and things like that. So, a lot of people... A lot of these streaming sites, like DC Universe, CBS, all they're all trying to get do streaming, right? Netflix didn't stream to, like, what, two years, three years after they were a thing? No, longer. Yeah, longer. They were like at least eight, nine years because they were doing. They were competing with with uh, Blockbuster for exactly. the first couple of years because they were doing. Apparently, is like thirty two billion debt or something. They like lose that. money every year. Yeah, like streaming has not been a success. Kinda like there. Yes, it's been success, but really the company has been losing super money. Like I don't know. I don't think these companies realize that yes, the future is probably streaming. Yeah, but. But there's more to it than yeah, just yes. way more to it than just streaming that gets their content out right. there. And, and I think, I think yes, I think Disney Plus is already a success. I mean, there's even people that's websites that say that this is going to be like the first successful streaming service will right be, off the get go because they already have they have quality content. Exactly, that's what it is. If you have quality content, then you'll make it. And you're appealing for Disney Plus. You're appealing with. Every entity they own, every Star Wars fan is going to come to you. Every Marvel fans, even people that are just... I, I'm a huge even Disney Dis- fan. Yeah. Even Disney movies. Like, you know, like those... Like, if they... I know they're going to have, like, 200 of those original Disney movies. Oh, yeah. Forget it, dude. So, I'm like... So, Brink all the I'm way. I'm curious about this just because this reminds me kind of like the whole um, um, uh, movie pass thing. And I'm wondering if this is, like, the new course of business where... The companies will come out, know that they're going to lose money for a long time, for a while, but they do that to the kill off, basically kill off competition. So like, you know, like, like, so basically where they create the norm of how things are going to function. Once they do that, they eliminate possible, like, so I'm guessing cable and, and, and stuff like that went straight down the tube once Netflix and all these steel companies come out. And basically once they feel like they kill those, those elements out, then they will be the only, yeah, because when only thing, and then they could charge probably way more money. Yeah, because when Netflix when Netflix started streaming, they weren't they only had probably like two twenty thousand or maybe less option like two thousand movie options to when they first started streaming, and cable and I know in the cable industry they were like oh this is just they're not gonna make it because not everybody's gonna want want to watch TV on their computer like. Right. It's a monitor. We have the option because they have a bigger screen TV mm-hmm. and everything. And soon enough, you'll start seeing that. And you're smart able, TVs happen. Smart TVs start phones. to happen. The cell phones. Yeah. And now they're like, now they could just take the movies with them. 
no, but in you think, their pocket. But you think streaming has, has basically not only killed off cable, but essentially they killed off DVDs and a little bit of Blu-ray because... Think about it. Physical sales, yeah. yeah. No, but like even let's say with the whole like fear of friends player, being deleted. Just like that. What was it when they were not they were possibly gonna take friends off their network? It's like people freaked out. But like you think about it, like, well, if you were that into friends, you could literally just buy the, the DVDs, but people don't but do that as a much. Con- it's a convenience if they could just watch it as exactly. phone. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But people think about that's because of that. that convenience, nobody So yeah, that's why it's hard for shows. It's like what it's, Amazon did to it was like almost what Amazon did to Toys R Us when they started selling toys. Yeah. They're like Toys R Us. Like they're not gonna do anything. They're just a, they're just selling toys. Look at Amazon now, and that's what did. Like Netflix was the first, was one of the first. Oh, few... that's Amazon on everything. If yeah, you but, <laughs> but Netflix was one of the first few companies in that in that space that did streaming. Yeah. And now everybody sees how big they are. They were like, we want to compete too, knowing that it's, even though they're losing money, it's like we just wanted to take it away from them. So we could build something, our own brand or something. It's just going to be funny because basically, let's say we get rid of cable. We just have internet. So we got rid of cable thinking that we might have saved something. But then you get Netflix and then you get Hulu. Then you get HBO Go or a combination of those things. And you're like... You're paying the same amount. Paying the same amount or more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but the only, the only reward with that is you have it on demand. No, and that's honestly the only reason I, I have not had cable in like 10 years. Yeah. I have mostly done streaming networks since like for like 10 years. It feels so like. the, the last news bit we got. So it is also streaming related kind of, but we're going to go off somewhere else. Um, X-Men animated series. I told you about this. You one. told me about this one. And I looked yes. into it. So the writers of the X-Men animated series, yeah. the 90s want to bring it back for Disney plus for Disney plus. Do you think it's going to be received as well? If they keep it like the 90s style, Yes, I think so. Maybe if they upgraded just a little bit, yeah. Not like how much they did with like almost like what they did with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Because they look kind of goofy. I'm gonna let you know now. The new ones, yeah. But if they revamped it from how like something almost like um like the Star Wars series, like the anim- the Star Wars anime, or even DC animated like that. Yeah, if they go into Justice League Unlimited, I think if they do it that style, I think would be good. Like a little bit, a little bit more. And uh, the color compositions and the lines and the drawings. I just hope they don't try to adapt the characters that were created in the movie. No. 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 I think they're going to keep it with the... The comic books. The, no. Oh, from the, the animated, animated series. series. They're probably going to... People are probably going to be upset. Especially people that now were introduced to the original and the, they, this is how they're introduced to it. Yeah, I don't know how they Because then they see how it, Wolverine yeah. is really short. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, right? Hugh like, was not that short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. That, that is all... That's the number one thing I used to get in the comic book store. Like, wait, Wolverine that small? Yep. Yeah, yeah. he's a small dude. He's a but. short guy. Um, but I was saying, what other shows would you like any, like Netflix or any other media bring back? Oh, to bring back? Yeah. Ooh, I've any said this. Cartoon, I feel like I've seen show. Animated. Oh, any kind of oh Adam, animated. animated. Oh, okay. Animated. Now you twisted up a little bit. I know. You, I know you, you just messed me up a little bit. I know bit one of Ooh. my friends, he wants Gargoyles really bad. No, Batman that, Beyond. Batman Beyond. Batman no, Beyond. Gargoyle would be. My, I think, I don't know if they brought it back. I think they brought it back, but I didn't like it. It was the DuckTales. It's they weird. It yeah, but I didn't like it. Yeah, but it's it. weird. <laughs> and they brought it back, but they, I didn't like it. See, but people like it, though. People Either that one, and the other two would be... Uh... Darkwing Duck? Yes. <laughs> that was I my show. I feel like they, they have to bring that. They've been teasing Darkwing Duck and Dale, uh, Dale and uh, Chip and Dale's uh, Adventures. Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. And Those Tailspin. two. It won't be the Tail- same, oh, though. Tailspin. 
yeah. Gummy bears. We you know it's funny because like I always I ask this question to a lot of people and they always say that Disney like Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, those uh, Gargoyles is one. Batman Beyond, believe it or not, I get that a lot. Really? I think yeah. it was a great show. I which love one, the show. Which one have you heard that was like the most odd? Uh, one of one of them was like, man, that would be cool. Freakazoid. Remember Freakazoid? That? Wow. Yeah, really? or Animaniacs. Or Static Shock. I could see that coming back. I mean, that, that, well, that, that kind of brought that back Stat- in some places. That's why Batman Beyond and them, they could come back in like the DC Universe stuff. Yeah. But what about Batman, the original the animated series? That, Oh, you know when uh, it would be different. All right, this would be completely different because it wouldn't be relatable now. Would it be Captain N's adventure? Captain what? Captain N. That's a kid. He was a kid with the. the he had the and Nintendo controller at his belt, and he had Kid Icarus, and he would have like has an adventure. It was <laughs> I'm called, older than you. Why does this like, <laughs> Captain <laughs> Captain Nintendo? This. I don't remember this. Captain I'm older Nintendo. than you. Let, let me. Uh, all right. I'm gonna pull up a photo of Captain N. Wow! So while you pull up that photo, yeah. here's another question: mm. What well, franchise Planet. would you bring? So back, remember in the '90s, the word like, let's say mm-hmm. there was a rated R movie like RoboCop or Terminator, and they would make them into cartoons just for they could sell toys. If it was the same thing, what franchise would you bring back into animated? Re- repeat that one more time. I'm sorry. So I show you this. One. Oh, I did see that. I did love that show. <laughs> no, so like, if you could get a franchise. Yeah. And bring it to the animated realm. What and would it be? You really want to know? Yeah. Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. A okay. franchise into the animated. Like, here's my pick. <laughs> I would love Power Rangers to go animated. Really? Yeah. Has it I never done that? that never weird. done it. Yeah. And it's totally against, like, that culture of, you know. Live action? No, no. Of to, to, Takatsu and all that sort of like Power Rangers stuff, yeah. but I think they could go completely nuts like they did in the comics. The comics of Power Rangers are crazy, and they could do a whole bunch of combinations and bring bring the old ones back with the new ones. They have so much freedom they could do. I think it'll make the franchise more relevant because I don't know how many kids dig dig it now. I don't know. <laughs> Probably, so there's different. a fan there's a fan base but I don't think there's as as big as, as, it, big as, as it used to be but I think if they bring it back animation and, style oh the toys will even skyrocket I, I think so I think that's a good way of it is are, are you seeing TV franchise no just anything any franchise wow like would you like Nick, to see Nicholas, jo- going to Keanu Reeves would you like to see John Wick as an as animated? animated no <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to watch. No. That'd be cool though. I would watch the Ma- Matrix, yeah, but no, not not John, not the John Wick. It'd be cool seeing John Wick and like you could see all the other assassins. Yeah, but there's something about it, it is being something about the live action, live action that makes it more interesting. But the obviously Matrix, you can go a little bit crazy with it. Yeah. Um, what were you? I would gonna... say I would say no, but they already did it. Back to the Future. But yeah, they already, they already, they already, they already did. did Back to I think the Time Travel is. I mean, I, dude, my favorite show is Doctor Doctor Who. I think time travel. How about Doctor Who is an animated series? Eh. That would be dope. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're but getting a Star Trek it, not, animated series. Yeah, but we're don't getting. think of it as like a. T- are you saying TV show or movie? Anime? TV show. Okay, I, I would or, ha- or movie. Sure, we I think it, if they do like a dark or like a darker animated series for Doctor Who, it would be sick. Would it? I think it would. <laughs> Sorry, Ricky. Sorry. Yeah, I think it'd it be would. lame. Like just like I think it would be like the live action is but. <laughs> just like the live action. <laughs> well, I think because of the 
because of the characters, because it's so playful, because it's so colorful, I think an animated series based on Fifth Element would be freaking amazing. That would be cool. Actually, going back to Doctor Who, I think it would be cool because they could bring back all the interactions with Doctors. You mean they can actually talk to each other and not seem so weird? That? Yeah. Like, well, where, like, some of them are past, right? Yeah, some of them are past. Well, in the animated world, you could draw them. True that. So that would be cool. Yeah. That's the thing. The possibility of an animated for these franchises could be awesome. Like, I remember back in the day, they almost had a Buffy the Vampire Slayer animated show. And it oh. looked great. <laughs> and it's so much they could do. They had Angel in there. They had everybody. Wow. And it looked great. Well, I mean, the comic books, I mean, I love the comics. So it's be interesting. Obviously, you, and I think that's what it is with animated series. I mean, that's why I think the DC car, uh, animated movies are so much better than the movies because... There really isn't a limit. Exactly. They can be as There's... dark. They could be as interesting. The stories could be as like, and they could just go and, all out. And that's what I like about the animated is like they could, if you like something, they could progress the story more. They could add more lore. And they did it so well in the nineties with things. They ha- remember you guys remember the Godzilla TV show that was based yeah. off the 98 movie. Mm. Dude, that was great. <laughs> it's like, okay, we killed off. Babe, the mama Godzilla, but you know the baby that hatches at the end. Yeah, that's the Godzilla that, that you see, and he turns out to be like well, a good Godzilla. You know what? People, you know what I think people forget because obviously everybody always talks about the the well, Men in Black, TV the bat, the, the 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 uh, black, the sorry, the Batman animated uh, uh, movie, yeah. the TV show. But then, and then you've had movies based on that, but people don't really talk about the that the Superman spinoff of that one too. Uh, people talk about it, but. It's great. It was good. It's the same team. You know what's another, you know it's another all, one? It was good. Stargate. <laughs> yeah. You want to see an animated Stargate? Yeah. Or Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> He's just going all nerdy. <laughs> oh, exactly. So, like, it's out of space. It's out of space. I, I really want to know space. people's opinions. So, if you go in our Facebook group and just... Yeah, we'll make a, we'll make a, make a post. Yeah, let's I talk want, about this. I'm curious about what people would want. And what think, series would people want to see? As what animated? franchises you would like to see converted into an animated? animated. Series. Or you know what? In reverse, what animated series would you like to see live action? Because we're getting Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, animated true. series. Mine's would be Samurai Champlo. If we were animated to live, that would be one. That was <laughs> one. Be of, so hard to do. Like, but you know, I think they'll be able to do. I like think be Samurai able to do with. I mean, there is Samurai. I feel like Samurai and hip hop. There's something about it that goes well. Yeah. <laughs> it's something about it that's like, yeah, okay. So that'll be interesting. But yeah. So that's our podcast for this week, guys. Um, please uh, check us out on iTunes Podcast, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. Google Play. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> like, uh, uh... Check our social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we... Please like and subscribe our, <laughs> our stuff. We always check out our reviews and suggestions. And once again, we say it every week, but thank you guys who have listened. And all of our fans in our Facebook page is great. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye-bye. Later. Later.